Rodgers. You finally took a receiver in Amari Rodgers in the third round. Like, good job. Like, I don't know. This, this, this probably shouldn't be a C. This should be a D. That Packers front office is terrible. Aaron Rodgers knows it. He wants out. Brian Gutekunst has got to go. And then my eight for three nights at the motel or the street lights in the city of Palms. Call me what you want when you want a few more. And you can call me names if you call me up. Three nights at the motel or the street lights in the city of Palms. Call me what you want when you want a few more. And you can call me names if you call me up. All right, welcome back to the second part of the draft episode. Uh, joined again by Dan and Frankie. It's a continuation of part one. We are on pick 21 of our NFL draft reactions. Uh, the order, uh, I guess we don't have to explain that. If you were listening to part one and you're listening to part two, you already know the order. Um, if you're listening to part two without listening to part one, you're a fucking weirdo. Go back to part one. Um, so let's get into it. Dan, take us away with the Colts at 21. All right, Colts. Uh, 21, you get Quiddy Pay. I personally would have taken Christian Derisaw. You have a glaring need at left tackle. Now, I know there are, there were some veteran, veterans on the market that you could have possibly signed, so taking Quiddy Pay is not the worst thing in the world. But you followed up with another edge player in Deo Ad Day, whatever his last name is. I can't pronounce Ingo. it. Right. Yeah, from Vanderbilt. Yingbo. I don't think he's that good. Watching his film, I mean, there's very limited film to watch, but he also tore his Achilles recently. Like, I just, I just don't get the pick, and that's why it's a C plus. It's just not a good. Yeah. Um... <laughs> As Dan has gone on, the more I've thought about this, I have B written down. I'm going to go with the D plus. <laughs> um, Dan with the sales pitch. Uh, I, I do like Quiddy Pay. Otherwise, I honestly would have gone with an F. Um, <laughs> Derisaw on the board at 21. Nobody expected that. you got to swoop in there with the glaring need you have. Uh, you just brought in Carson Wentz. Go and protect the guy. You're paying him a fuck ton. Um, protect him. Uh, the defense was already pretty good to me last year. Defensive line, uh, you do have a bit of a need, but to double down, they needed a wide receiver. They could have used a corner. Uh, I don't know who their other safety is outside of Hooker, and I couldn't name Blackman. a linebacker on that team besides Blackman, Blackman, bro. Oh, Blackman. Sorry, I do like Blackman. Uh, I just think there are bigger needs. I don't. I'm gonna go D plus. Fuck the Colts. I should go to sales now. Holy crap. <laughs> Uh, I gave it a B minus. God, I mean, talk about a like just so much, a, but, so much potential. Right. This just like looking at what they did. I literally wrote down like I love Quiddy Pay, but like not like nothing they did excites me. Like extremely low energy. I'm put to sleep. This their draft puts me to sleep more than like doing homework. Um, just like I don't know. Like I totally agree with what you guys are saying. Like Costanza retired. Like. Get that left tackle. Like, wh- like, what are you doing? Um, and they don't sign Villanueva. They sign with the Ravens. Right. Uh, was that today or yesterday? Uh, I think yesterday. But we'll go get Leno. They could. Yeah. Just low energy for me. The Colts. The Colts defense will be fine. Like, I have no doubt about it. Like, they're still going to be a solid like top ten defense in my eyes. But I don't know. Clear, clear need, and they ignored it. 
Also, Caleb Farley. Yeah, I am. Yeah, Caleb Farley was still there. I am giving the Colts an F, and I'll tell you why. Wow. First, Shout they, out they didn't get Phil a ring, so I'm I'm very salty. Oh, oh fuck off. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, fuck you. We should mute your two, mic. Yeah. The more glaring concern. Oh, fuck off. They did not replace Anthony Costanzo, which means, and I saw, I heard Chris Ballard say this, they have faith in Sam Tevy, who they signed from the Chargers this year. And watching Phillip, his blindside, get obliterated because Sam Tevy was our left tackle makes me question Chris Ballard's sanity as a GM. So I, I like Quiddy Pay, don't get me wrong, but who else Sam Tevy play for three years, just, oh, my God. So they get an F for me. What are you guys watching? The Red Sox, it's tied uh, going into the top nine. Anyway. Why does oh, – right. why is Oh, yeah, the Mariners got no hit today, so. I thought his name was Jason, not Odolph. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Odafe. He goes by his middle name usually, <laughs> but he wanted to change it. Yeah, I saw that. That's weird. So it's Odafe away. Christ, Devin. Odafe away. Are you skipping <laughs> Yeah, well, Frankie's got to um, react to the Colts, and then we got sorry, four other teams. I'm working on it. I got cut off by the Red Sox and then O'Daffy. Sorry, <laughs> Evan's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Colts, I'm going to give them a C-. minus. I want to go lower, but the Quiddy Pay pick was a good pick. Darisaw's on the board. They should have went with him, but I like Quiddy Pay, so sure. Deo Odeingbo, terrible pick, whatever. Not a good pick, not a good draft. You know these dudes took Sam Ellinger, like, I mean, what is he going to play? Fallback. Ben Ellinger is a good running back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. So, yeah. See, that's duo in the league, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or trio, I guess, with Mac coming back. I mean, Mac, Taylor, Hines. And Sam Ellinger? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fallback. He can block for them, maybe. Maybe he's going to play left tackle since they ain't got Darisaw. I can see that. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Titans. Um, Caleb Farley, for me, he was like a top 10 player without the injury. Obviously, he has the back thing, but from what I've heard, a lot of medical people think that he'll be fine. Um, Obviously, the back's very risky, but I mean, if he pans out, this is going to be the steal of the draft right here. Um, And then you go and get a tackle replacement for Isaiah Wilson, which was just an absolute waste of a pick. Um, So that's good value. Monty Rice, it's, it's a decent pick. Um, I didn't think linebacker was a glaring need, especially with Jayon Brown and uh, Rashawn Evans there. Um, but then you double up at corner with Elijah Molden, um, and that's actually a pretty decent pick. And then not on this graphic, but their fourth-round pick and Rashad Weaver just got uh, arrested for assault. So uh, Titans kind of having some questionable draft picks in recent years. Yeah, uh, it seems as though um... – What's his fucking name? I'm blanking on his name. Which guy? The coach. Oh, Brable. Brable. Mike Brable. <laughs> uh, does not give a shit about character. Um, <laughs> clearly. Um, but I gave the Titans a B plus. Uh, Farley, people say, is the best cornerback in this draft, talent-wise. It's just the health concern knocked him back. Um, I think that's a glaring need after losing Butler and Jackson, which was a real head-scratcher to me. Uh, and then Radun stills a need at tackle. I think you can never be too deep at linebacker, super important position in the NFL. And then, again, as I said, lost two corners. Uh, so I like the Molden pick. I think he's a decent piece. 
I'll go B plus. They, I think they really need to take a wide receiver in my opinion, after losing Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys uh, and Jonah Smith. It's basically AJ Brown and a bag of fucking chips at wide receiver or any sort of position of uh, receiving for the Titans next year. Um, so B plus for me. Yeah. I gave the Titans a B. Uh, I like Caleb Farley, but like, the back concerns me a lot. Like, that's the one place I'm concerned about uh, outside of, like, the, the knee. Um, I don't know, like, different sport right now, but like, we're seeing, like, a, a guy like Christian Yelich in baseball who's had, like, a really bad back all year. He, can't, he was on the IL, comes off, goes right back on for the back, comes back, goes right back on for the back. Like, the back is something that lingers and concerns me. It's probably why I didn't go a little bit higher. Um, and I just like the other picks were okay. I, I agree with Colin. Like, I don't know who Tannehill is going to throw the ball to outside of AJ Brown makes, you know, these defenses lives a lot easier, just doubling up Brown and, and there's seeing, literally nobody outside of him. I, hey, they, they reached on Des Fitzpatrick in the fifth. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but when you reach in the fifth, I, I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> too hot. Uh, but no, Titans B for me. I wish Farley well. I just don't have the faith that he'll stay healthy. Yeah, I went B plus. Uh, Caleb Farley has been one of my favorite college players since he first got to Virginia Tech. So I love, I love that they took him. I I was hoping that he would somehow fall all the way to forty seven, so the Chargers could take him. But you're a fucking whatever. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, Radunes, good pick. Can play right tackle since uh, the Isaiah Wilson pick worked out so well for them. Um, Monty Rice, a little questionable to me. I think they probably could have done something else. Linebacker was going a lot in the later rounds. They could have done that there. I like the Elijah Molden pick. He's a pretty versatile player. And given anything drastic were to happen to Farley, I think Molden gives them a good insurance policy. So I, I would go B plus. I think they had a pretty average draft. Yeah, I'll go B for them. Um, Caleb Farley is a good pick. You know, I'm gonna go B plus. Never mind. Caleb Farley is a good pick. Um, I know he has the back issue. I think it's going to work out, though, because otherwise they're not taking him in the first round if the medicals don't seem like they're going to clear. Um, Dylan Radunes is a good pick in the second round. I, I like him as a tackle, and that's a good good spot to get him at. Monty Rice, I mean, he's a good player. I, I think teams like him a lot, so I, I think that's a good pick, too. And Elijah Molden's a good depth player because you really needed more corners than you got. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad they got him and Farley. That's gonna be good. All right. Uh Vikings. Uh so you trade back eleven or nine spots and still get the guy you probably would have taken at 14 in Christian Darisaw. So that's an A plus pick right there. Uh great move by them. Uh, and then you don't have a second round pick. You actually have fourth, uh, third round picks. Kellen Mon to me, it's an interesting pick. Um, I, I don't really, I feel like the knock on, uh, Kirk cousins is that he's not like exciting. He doesn't really make these explosive plays and maybe some here and there, but he's kind of like robotic ish. Uh, I feel like Kellen Mon's kind of the same. Yeah. He's a little mobile, but he's very robotic. And I just, I don't know how much I actually like the pick. There are some people raving about this pick. Um, and then you move on, you got Chaz Surratt. It's an okay pick for me. And then Wyatt Davis is actually a steal. 
Um, that offensive line now looks really legit. And then Patrick Jones is just another all right pick, kind of like Surratt. So I give it an A minus. Uh, I gave the Vikings an A. I think just the Darisaw trade alone was so big. Uh, to move back 12 spots and still get your guy is huge. That's a glaring need for me. Um, and I like the Mon deal, uh, Mon pick, excuse me. Um, I've always been an advocate of Kirk Cousins, but to me, it's like this team was so good for a few years. And then you subtract Stefan Diggs, and all of a sudden, this team goes to shit. Uh, it's kind of questionable. I, I do like Cousins. I think he gets a lot of shit when it's not really um, not really the full story. Uh, he's a winning – to me, he's a quarterback that gets the job done. Um, but, again, I don't know how long the Vikings can afford to pay him $30 million to just get the job done. Um, and then, to me, again, it's, it's a team that just all of a sudden went from being, you know, 11 and, 11 and 5, 12 and 4 – to all of a sudden being barely an eight and 10, eight and 18, uh, just so many glaring needs. It's just like players stop producing. Um, and I think the rest of these picks kind of filled those needs. So I'll go a for the Vikings. I like their picks. I, I gave the Vikings an a minus again, mostly for the reasons that you guys have pointed out. I like the Kellen Mon pick. Kirk cousins is not the guy of the future in Minnesota. I happen to hate Kirk Cousins. Fuck you. Yeah, we've had this discussion a lot, me, Connor, and Colin. I happen to be the lonesome person on this one. Uh, But Kelman, like, I like that pick a lot. Um, But the Vikings' need is just not with the offense. Like, this defense is atrocious. They've lost a lot of good players like Anthony Harris and Harrison Smith. Uh, they couldn't get fucking pass rush last year to save their fucking lives. I get Daniel Hunter's back, but that's one person. And you can double block him, and I don't know who on the other side is going to do anything, and Gakwe's gone. So major holes on defense. Their defense is going to be, you know, bottom five in the league, in my opinion. They're just going to get ripped apart each night. That secondary is going to be atrocious. Uh, and they will not be good. They, they might even compete with the Lions for last place, although maybe I'm being a little harsh on their offense. But um, based, but based on what they did in the draft, I give it an A-. minus. Do I like the team at all? No. Do I think that they will suck next year? Yes. Why will they suck next year? Their defense, not their offense, even though I don't like their cousins. Fair enough. Uh, I gave them an A. I liked what they did. Uh, you know, they had 11 picks. I thought, you know, they're clearly going with the quantity routes. You know, I think at least some of them have to hit, right? I like the trade back and still getting Derisaw, who I think nobody really thought would get that far, uh, was a huge hit for them. I like the dart throw at Kellen Mond with, you know, everyone's always so uncertain about Kirk Cousins. And I think the rest of their thirds were good value picks at positions of need, who I think is important. They weren't going for just random players. Uh, so I like I like their draft overall. I think it was a pretty – nothing stood out to me. Nothing was bad. So I, I gave them an A. I think they did a good job. Yeah, I'll give um, – I think I'm going to go A for the Vikings. I think they had one of the better draft nights. Um Christian Darisaw after trading back should have never even been there. That's just unbelievable value. That's like prob that could be the best pick in the entire draft. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that claim. Um, 
Kellen Mond's a decent pick. I mean, I don't love Mond, but you know Cousins ain't your guy, so that's a good pick. Jazz Surratt is a little higher than I thought he would be, but I think Team Circles liked him more than I did. Um, so I, I don't hate that pick at all. They need defense. Wyatt Davis is – that's kind of later than I would have expected him to go. Honestly, that's a good pick. And Patrick Jones is a little bit of a reach for him. I think third round's a little high, but still not a bad pick, so I like it. Uh, can I just say one thing about the Vikings? Uh, I just wanted to take a leak in, and I was thinking, you know, <laughs> it, it, you, got, you got Thielen, Jefferson, Cook, uh, Irv Smith is a specimen, and Cousins, and yet every time I watch the Vikings, it's fucking boring. I feel like Mike Zimmer has got to go. And uh, they just got to – I think they got to reset. I don't know. They, I, I feel I like think they have so cool. many exciting players, and it's just not exciting I, to watch. I, I disagree with you. I think their offense is exciting and explosive with Jefferson and Thielen, like two really explosive receivers. But then, I well, you were in the bathroom taking your piss. I was just shitting on their defense. I think their defense is – Their defense is – Bottom five in the league next year. They can't get sacks. They, their secondary blows, like, this is – Part of the reason why they they give up a lot of fucking points. I think Mike Zimmer's got to go. Yeah, you got to remember too. Daniil Hunter might not even play next year. Still, I'm pretty oh, sure. He's, he's he's on. And Mike Mike Zimmer's supposed to be a defensive guy. Yeah, and this is. defense has gotten progressively worse. Oh, much worse. Yeah, and I think um part of the reason their offense doesn't seem so flashy is because they're really a run first team. You got to remember that they do have Dalvin Cook and Madison. So I think they do – they're efficient. I like their offense. I don't think it's explosive, but I think it could be if it had to be. Mm-hmm. I just that. think they could be better if they were to turn to the explosive side. Maybe Kirk Cousins holds them back. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe Mike Zimmer's dumbass holds them well, back. Well, you'll defend Cousins till the day you die. <laughs> um, Team Kirk. They got that Gary Kubiak West Coast offense. It's not going to be that explosive. Fuck Gary Kubiak. Why is he still in the league? <laughs> I honestly thought he was like gonna die. Yeah, I think health issues. Okay, he does have health issues. I think his son coaches now. Oh, oh maybe. I think I, I may be wrong. Yeah, give, me fun. give me the enemy in there. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Give me someone fun. I mean, that team just has so many weapons. They could be yeah. so good. Yeah. I I, I don't think De- uh, Zimmer deserves to coach another year. See. I think he's failed expectations, but let's not beat a dead horse. This has been fucking long enough. All right, Steelers. Um, I've kind of lightened up to this whole Najee Harris pick of running back in the first round for them. Uh, It's a position of need, and especially where uh, Mike Tomlin likes bell cow running backs. It makes sense, I guess. So I won't knock it too much. But Pat Fryermuth. It's a good player. I don't really see why Pittsburgh is taking a tight end when they really need an edge rusher opposite TJ Watt or they need a tackle because, you know, Villanueva is gone. We didn't know that during the draft, but it seems pretty likely. And you get Kendrick Green, and he's like a versatile guard center, so that helps you on the interior, but you're still missing out on a pass rusher and um, a, uh, a tackle. So, I don't know, B-. minus. Yeah, I gave the Steelers a B. I mean, I like the Harris pick, but I'm I'm a fan of Benny Snell. Uh, to me, <laughs> oh, I hate Benny Snell. Fuck you, fuck you. Uh, his mouth guards are fucking dope. Um, but just I just think this offense is just so pedestrian with Ben Roethlisberger. Um, and I don't think the pick of Harris really changes that. 
James Conner was a one-hit wonder to me. Arizona is wasting money on him. Uh, so I don't hate the Harris pick. Um, but Freermuth makes a little to no sense to me with Ebron there. I know that guy can't catch a pass for <laughs> shit. Um, but again, like not a glaring need. Dan pointing out bigger needs. Tackle. Uh, could use a corner. Lost Mike Hilton, I believe, uh, to the Bengals. Um, yeah, I, 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 there's another position too. I'm blanking. Uh, maybe quarterback potentially. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just I, I didn't love it from the Steelers. Uh, I'll give them a B. I don't know. I, I, I hate them this year. I think Browns, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers. Fucking class, baby. <laughs> and I love Mike Tomlin. I love Mike Tomlin. I wouldn't be surprised if he this somehow gets some eight wins. Love Mike Tomlin. Wow. Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Um, this is. I ridiculous. mean, he won eight games with Mason this Rudolph and, and fucking. I, I don't. Forget, I forget his name. <laughs> Hot Hodgins. Yeah, Devlin Hodges. Yeah, he sucks. Duck. <laughs> well, listen, Colin, you are out of reality. If you think you like Benny Snell, anyway, um, <laughs> serviceable. Anyway, I I give the Steelers an A minus. I kind of absolutely love what they did. The Steelers You're a fucking idiot. The, <laughs> the Steelers will place in second behind the Browns in the standings next year. Their defense is still good. Their offense they lost has now a weapon. Bud Dupree. I understand, but he was hurt for all the year. Yeah, Mike Hilton sucks, but Bud Dupree was missing. And Casey Hayward to retirement. And they lost Villanueva and Pouncey, two things that two holes they didn't fill. Yeah, I'm with Colin. You're crazy. Well, listen, Najee You're Harris, outside of You're the on that and shit Najee today. Harris will have the best fantasy <laughs> season over any of the receivers. He will put up the most fantasy oh, points. And he will clown. be a stud next year for the Steelers. And the Steelers will have a good year. Mike Tomlin never fails this team. They'll be over 500. Um, Ravens lost a lot, too. The one thing I agree with is Mike Tomlin never fails. Other than that, I can't, Harris, wait, I can't wait to play this next Najee Harris is the be- will have the most fantasy points outside of quarterbacks amongst rookies. I'm laughing, but not really. You said you like Benny Snell. I got my laugh. All right, go ahead, Connor. <laughs> I'm laughing at everybody. Jesus. <laughs> I... I did. I did. <laughs> you know, Frank, this is your fucking podcast. Jeez. Play the tapes. Uh, play the tapes. I gave them a B plus. I am not a fan of running backs in the first round, but if there's any team to do it, I'm okay. It was the Steelers. I had Najee Harris as my RB one. Hopefully, they banish Benny Snell. Because every fucking year I draft James Conner, and who who comes to leech all the goal line touches? Benny fucking Snell, and I get like two fantasy points. And then he gets stoned. He'll walk into people. Yes. (laughs) Move. I pick up. I always pick up Benny Snell around week twelve when James Conner gets injured. And what does he do? He fucking fumbles and he runs like (laughs) negative yards. Like I can't win with that dude. So I hope. Najee Harris just banishes into the shadow realm. Um, <laughs> I like the Framrith pick. Yeah, yeah, send him to the gulag, and I hope he never returns. Uh, the two, pick it. It's like after dark, this part two compared to part one right now. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love it. The, uh, anyway, the Framrith pick is good, in my opinion. And yeah, the, the Kendra like Green pick is good. It's good value. Um, so I, I give him a B plus. Nothing special. 
right. Yeah, I know um, I was laughing at you guys, but you guys got your laugh at me with the Kenny Galladay pick thing last time. So, so I guess yeah. <laughs> it happens. It happens. But um, I'm going to go C-plus for the Steelers. Um, oh, yeah, low grades. Yeah. Najee Harris, good pick. Only team in the NFL that should be taking a running back in the first round of this draft. So I'll take that one because they just need the help. Pat Freermouth makes no sense to me. I love the player, hate where they got him and the team that got him. Like, I just don't understand that. And then Kendrick Green is a good player, but he's like, he's one of those undersized, versatile guards. He doesn't really fit in with the Steelers offense. I don't think it would have made more sense in a vertical scheme or like a, I don't know, like a Shanahan off. I don't know. Anyone, anything that doesn't require him to power block, <laughs> like the Steelers are gonna so I I don't know this is like one of the worst fits for a good player so C plus all right now that that Benny Snell segment's over um so the Browns I gave this an A Greg Newsom Greg Newsom was a sorry Bogart's base is loaded just lined out the left field looked like a game winner hate to see it but um Greg Newsom uh, I like the pick. Greedy Williams has kind of been a flop after being hyped up by Odell as a second round pick. Um, but so that was a good pick. And then JOK, everyone thought was a great steal. Still is a great steal in the second round, but we find out about the heart condition. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then Anthony uh, Schwartz, this is a very raw prospect. And a lot of people probably think it's a reach, but for me, that Browns roster is really complete. There's not a lot of needs. So I'm okay with them taking this very raw, absolute track athlete of a wide receiver to add to that offense. So that's why I give it an A. Yeah, I gave it an A as well. To me, the Browns were maybe one of the most complete rosters coming into the draft. I'm extremely high on them. I've had them as my division winner for about the past two months. Uh, I like the Newsom pick. Can never have too many good corners. Uh, three had already gone. I think Newsom was really the only guy left that was willing or worthy of going in the first round. I think that's a good pick by the Browns. And I think JOK is really a steal. I know the heart condition is a concern, but if he is able to play, this is a guy that was a consensus top 20 linebacker heading into this draft before the medical concerns came up. Uh, and then Dan, as you said, Schwartz, super raw. Uh, I love this offense. I love Chubb and Hunt. I think they're the best duo in the league. Uh, I love where Baker is trending, uh, and I really like Landry. Rashad Higgins came on last year. I'm a fan Although, of Nuj. didn't he leave? Uh, did he? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. Uh, I'm a fan of Ninjoku and um, Hooper, and the only th- the only question mark here is Odell. So I think there's no reason not to add a wide receiver, as Dan said. Super complete roster. Uh, I'm going to go in A. I love the Browns this year. Totally. I'll echo your point. I gave them an A-. minus. I love what they did. Their one weakness to me – well, two weaknesses to me coming into this offseason were one, that's secondary. They draft Greg Newsom. He's a huge ad for them. Um, just too many times last year they were getting beat over the top, so that helps a lot. Secondly, they needed more linebackers and edge. You get in Clowney, great ad. No one wanted him. I'm not quite sure why. Because um, he sucked ass last year. Again, I'll take the name and I'll p- plug the player in and hope he can find uh, what he what made him successful in Houston. Um, and then, obviously, like, JOK, like, I like this guy a lot. Still the heart. I get it. 
Um, I, I happen to agree with Colin that it'll be all right. And uh, I'm here to say right now, the Cleveland Browns will not only win the AFC North, but they will also go to the Super Bowl. That next honestly year. would not shock me. I am extremely this high. This is on the a Browns. complete fucking roster. Baker's turning around. Nick Chavez Stefanowski is a fucking genius. He is. I love him. I agree. This team can beat Kansas City, and they almost proved it last year. They were three minutes away. Yep. So I'm with hey, you. Yeah, Chad Henney just said, no to your dreams. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fucked, fucked, fucked move by Chad Henney, honestly. Fucked by Chad. I know. Despicable. Yeah, uh, I agree with you guys. I gave the Browns an A. The Newsom pick was solid. I figured there was some reason why JOK was falling that far. I hope his health turns out okay because that pick was a steal. Otherwise, uh, and Schwartz can take the top off any defense. So I loved that pick late there. Uh, yeah, the Browns. This is their year. I don't know. I, I like them to win the North. I won't go as far as to say they're Super Bowl contenders, but uh, sure. All right. Um, I'll give the Browns an A minus. Um, Greg Newsom's a good pick. I think he's a better outside corner for sure than uh, anyone else who was available at that point. So that's that's a great pick for them. Um, JOK's a steal if he doesn't if his heart doesn't prove to be an issue, which I don't think it will. Um, and then Anthony Swartz is the only reason I want a minus. I, I like the pick. I mean, I think he has, I mean, he's stupid fast and I think he has a lot of potential if you can develop him as a receiver. I just think that was a little high for a guy who can't really play the position yet, but that's all. I mean, it's not a bad pick. It's just not a great pick. So a minus. Right. Uh, Ravens. Um, so you get Rashad Bateman and I thought this was an absolutely great pick. Um, I know you have, you brought in Sammy Watkins, but Sammy Watkins is just kind of a name at this point. He produces from time to time, but he's not a stellar wide receiver really anymore. Never really has been. Um, so adding Rashad Bateman is a really good, uh, selection for this offense. And then I thought they were going to go tackle cause they just traded Orlando Brown, but they go Odafe Owe and, I'm not the highest on Odafe Owe. I think he's just speed. And I don't know. I don't feel like just speed works in this Ravens defense. Um, I may be wrong, but, you know, that's just me. And then you add Ben Cleveland, and that's a really good pick for this offensive line. Since Marshall Yondo left, they haven't really found a replacement there. So hopefully he can be their replacement. And then I'm not going to lie, Brandon Stevens, don't know a damn thing about him besides that he goes to SMU. But I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll give this a B plus. Yeah, I gave the Ravens an A-. Uh, to me, their two biggest needs, wide receiver and edge rusher, and they addressed them both in the first round. I think Bateman has the potential to be one of the best, if not the best, wide receivers in this class. Um, he's extremely explosive, has great size. I know he went to Minnesota, which is kind of a knock on him, but uh, I like Bateman a lot, and I think he has tremendous upside in this offense. Uh, I'm higher on OA than I know Dan and Frankie are. They're kind of haters of him, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, I think he's a good player. I think speed does fit in this Ravens defense. This is a ferocious, hard-nosed, in-your-face defense, and speed always plays in a hard-nosed defense like that. Um, you think of Patrick, um, sorry, been- Marcus Peters. I mean, that's just he just screams speed to me. Um, Judon was speed. Michael Pierce was even a fast inside lineman. Uh, I mean, he weighed so, 300 pounds. But he could move. I mean, the guy could shimmy. 
so I like the Ravens. Uh, they're not my division winner, as I said, super high on the Browns. But I do like what the Ravens did. I'll give them an A minus. Yeah, I gave them a B plus. I like Bateman a lot. I wish that he got into a different system, like a Green Bay. Oh, I would have Green preferred Bay was that. My perfect fit. Absolutely, I would have preferred that ten out of ten than Baltimore, just because I feel like even right now in this offense, like. Hollywood Brown gets overlooked just because Lamar is just so obsessed with Mark Andrews, which I get like Mark Andrews is a superstar, but wide receivers tend to get hurt in this offense a little bit. Willie Sneed, I feel like is always having a decent game. That is true. That is true. But like, if you look at the stats, like they didn't really have like a 100 yard receiver in a game, like for a while, like, I don't know. So well, I like Bateman. Speaks more towards the style of the offense. Well, right. And that's why I'm saying I wish Bateman got into a different type of offense. It's still a nice ad, um, but personally, I would have liked to see something else. And Oa, like, I got a lot of shit for taking him at 23 in our mock draft. So, I don't know. I hope people pans out. He changed his name, which is a bad sign, I guess, because people that change their names typically fall off the face of the earth and go crazy. Not so much change for risky. It's more of using his legitimate legal name. Sorry, say that again? It's more of using his, like, legitimate legal name. This is actual, like, Odafe Ole. The only reason he didn't use it is because people, like, I guess, can't pronounce Odafe correctly. And maybe I'm not pronouncing that right. I mean, real quick, I will just play devil's advocate to Evan and his Bateman argument. I think the Ravens haven't had a receiver like Bateman um, since Lamar became the starter. And I think he actually opens up another dimension to this offense rather than getting kind of thrown to the curb. I think he's going to be successful. I I think Lamar's been – you know, only looking at Mark Andrews because he's the only size he's ever had in the red zone. Uh, Hollywood Brown, as good as he is, small target, uh, can't really, you know, go up and get that one-on-one ball in the red zone quite like Andrews can. And I think Bateman's going to excel uh, for the Ravens. Just a country. No, it's fair point. Yeah, Scully, I'm with you. I like the Bateman pick. I think it opens up uh, another level to their offense. Obviously, they're huge in the run first game which is good i mean marquise brown i'm not too thrilled with him what he's doing in baltimore so we'll see if bateman can uh, pick up the slack mm-hmm. uh the oa pick i don't mind it i had them mock to take ojalari here um so i guess same position just different player uh i i mean i would have been fine if they went o-line here as well but they did just sign villanueva so i can't be too complainy uh and the cleveland pick was a good value I don't know much about Stevens. Um, I heard he can play kind of any position in the secondary, which I guess is always a good thing. So I gave them a B plus. All right. I'm going to go with Colin here and give him an A minus. Um, I love the Bateman pick. I think he fits much better in this offense than Hollywood does um, just because of Lamar's accuracy issues on the outside of the field. Um yeah, that's pretty much it for Bateman, honestly. I think this is one of the best fits for him other than Green Bay. And then Odafe away. Um, I I don't like him. I still don't like guys who don't get a single sack and then get drafted in the first round. I just don't know how that happens. I didn't get a sack. I didn't get drafted. Uh, <laughs> um, but um, – Play guard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's my take on him. I mean, I think that's a good place to get him with his physical capabilities, so I'm not going to rip them for it. I think it's a decent pick. I just I, – I still am low on him. Ben Cleveland's a great pick. 
So that definitely bumps them up to that A minus range. And then Brandon Stevens, I know nothing about. Just like, yeah, I'm just going to leave it inconclusive. So I think we can all agree. Brandon Stevens really don't know anything about. He's a dark horse. Maybe he'll be the best pick in the draft. You never know. Never fucking heard of him. Oh, I can't wait to rip the Uh, Saints. So the Saints. (laughs) Peyton Turner. That one was, I don't understand. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess, when you're the Saints. Um, I just, I don't really see the upside in taking Peyton Turner. I mean, I know he's really athletic, so maybe you're hoping he turns into something, but like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Pete Warner, uh, he was kind of a guy that I think teams are higher on than most, um, like in the media. So I won't knock them necessarily for the pick. I just don't agree with it really. I also don't really agree with, I guess, going linebacker. I rather have seen them get like another receiver or a corner. Um, and they end up do going corner with Paulson and Debo, um, who's kind of being slept on by most people, I think, because of the opt out. But he's a good corner and he's going to go opposite of uh, Marshawn Lattimore and help that defense. So I give it a C. It's kind of the kind of an eh draft. Yeah, I'll give the Saints a C as well. Uh, Sean Payton is kind of becoming notorious for taking these fucking super early edge rushers that are athletic specimens, but really have no numerical statistics or actual production to back their first round selection. Uh, Marcus Davenport, I'm talking about you specifically. Um, and, and, you know, I, I don't hate the linebacker. They did need a corner. I do like a Debo. Uh, Dan, I agree with you. Wide receiver could have been addressed. This is a Saints team that I, I don't know. I could see them winning, you know, 11, 12 games like the Saints do every year. I'm a believer in Sean Payton. Um, but I could see them winning seven or eight. That's a division that I think has some potential to surprise some people. I'm high on Carolina, as I previously stated. Um, I don't hate where Atlanta has gone either. That offense is going to be capable of putting up 35 points a game, I, in my opinion, with Pitts, Healthy Julio, um, and Arthur Smith's mind. So I don't know. The Saints, the Saints had opportunities in this draft to really improve their roster when they couldn't because of their salary cap restrictions, and I think they kind of fell on their face in that aspect. I'm gonna go see as well. I give the Saints a B minus. Um, again, Peyton Turner, I really didn't know much about, so I can't. I feel like I can't give like an opinion on that. Um, just kind of surprised me, like with some of their picks, like. I don't know. I didn't really see many of them happening. And I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, you know, if, if, if like it were to work out, like I wouldn't be surprised because like it's the Saints. And like I feel like, like most things that they touch like turn into gold. Yeah. So again, Peyton Turner could like actually pan out and I wouldn't be surprised. It's just like there's so much unknown with this draft that I don't know. I feel like I can't give like a good opinion on it. I give it a B minus. Didn't really know anybody though. <laughs> Yeah, I went C plus only because I like the Adibo pick. I think he's a potential steal. Other than that, I was very confused with a lot of these picks. Um, so I can't really, I can't give him a good grade. I know Frankie's itching to just rip it. No, him, so I'll let him. I can't wait for this. I'll, I'll I'm let him go. Since so excited. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to break the rules a little bit and go over their whole draft real quick because I really can't do a justice as to how much I hate what they did <laughs> without doing that. I give the Saints an F minus, and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> do we know? <laughs> the, 
the Saints, the Saints were expelled from the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> they really were. The fact that Sean Payton has a job upsets me. Um, all right, Payton Turner. Not the worst pick they made. One of the worst picks in the draft, though. Why are you taking <laughs> this guy in the first round? He is a third or fourth round prospect. I don't I mean, like, okay, moving on. Pete Warner. Why are you taking this guy in the second round? He is a late, probably early fourth to early fifth round. Pro- like he's a fourth or fifth round prospect in a lot of people's eyes. Paulson Debo, I actually like that pick. It's the only one I'll give them. Moving on. All right, ready? Scrolling down. In the fourth round, I believe, they take see, Ian Book. Quarterback. Ian Book. No. This dude is a seventh round, maybe undrafted prospect. And you have two quarterbacks <laughs> on your roster. You have Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. You just paid like Taysom. Like I just, it doesn't make, it makes no sense to me. That tells me that you're trying to get rid of Taysom Hill soon, probably, I think, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Or you're switching him to tight end permanently. I don't know. Um, Landon Young, offensive tackle from Kentucky. Never heard of him. Uh, that was sixth round at least. And then Kawan Baker, whatever, special teamer. You know what they did that I liked other than Paul Sanadebo? Nothing. You know what they did that I hate? A lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they get they get a they get an F, mostly because of the Ian Book pick. That really just irked me. In the fourth round with two quarterbacks already on your roster. I mean I mean, clearly they don't believe in any of them. I apparently. If I was Jameis Winston, I'm sitting there like, wow, you just took an undrafted rookie in the fourth round because you hate me that much. <laughs> I mean, they have no reason to like him, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I mean, know. I, I don't like it. I just minus. Lowest grade ever recorded in Clubhouse conferences. <laughs> from Frankie. I Moore. mean, at least Ian Book's not going to throw in 30 interceptions like Jameis. So. <laughs> no, he sure. just won't throw any touchdowns either. I don't really appreciate <laughs> slander, Frankie. <laughs> you know, I like Ian Book as a college quarterback. quarterback. As an NFL quarterback, I like him as a hey, left He's got potential. I mean, Drew Brees, I'm sure, will be around that facility plenty. Great guy to learn from. <laughs> Ian Book is not Drew Brees, though. So. <laughs> I need that to be clear. You never fucking know. <laughs> You're right. You know, Mac Jones is about to be Tom Brady, so the, it doesn't matter anyway. The Patriots are getting six more rings, so let's go. Keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> to the Packers we go. Dan, take it away. Right, to the freaking Packers, and this is another terrible draft. Um, so I put this as a C like a day or two ago, and I'm looking back on it. This is a terrible draft. It, this is probably a D, actually. Uh, Eric Stokes, a, as somebody said, I, I was talking to somebody on draft night, he's fast. That, that's all. That, that's all he's got, really. He's raw. So that's a terrible pick. Um, then you go Josh Myers, which – if you're just looking at it, cool. You got a center to replace Corey Lindsley. Creed Humphrey was still on the board. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What? What? First off, like, I, it's just mind-boggling that pick. And then, like, congrats, you finally took a receiver in Amari Rogers in the third round. Like, good job. Like, I don't know. This, this probably shouldn't be a C. This should be a D. That Packers front office is terrible. Aaron Rodgers knows it. He wants out. Ryan Gutekunst has got to go. Yeah, I gave this a C plus, but you know, as as Dan said, I think I'm gonna change my grade as well. Instead, of, I'm going F. I'm going F. 
You know, I do see Eric Stokes serving the need of Ke- replacing Kevin King. Uh, God Almighty, Kevin He's still King. There, though. Kevin King does the job in the Canadian football league. Kevin King fucking stinks. <laughs> Kevin King is perhaps the worst cornerback in the entire National Football League. I mean, Eric Soaks fits a need for sure. I've never heard of the guy. I've never heard of, never heard of Josh Myers. <laughs> As Dan Hayes, Dan Hayes once pointed out, Creed Humphrey's still on the board at that point. Awful thing. Amari Rogers, great. You finally went and got Aaron Rodgers, a wide receiver. Well, guess what? It's too fucking late because Aaron Rodgers is out. Aaron Rodgers is out, and you're you're fucked, Green Bay. Ah, Matt Lafleur. I'm sad to see such a young mind go no, to shit. I'm, I'm not. Because... You're gonna be fucked. Well, listen, I'm the not. Packers are fucked. Enough. Enough. Well. <laughs> I'm not. I don't feel bad for Matt Lafleur because his coaching decision literally fucked them in the Tampa Bay game. Uh, how don't you go for that? Like, are you that much of a P? Like, what are you doing, Pete man? You don't trust Aaron Rodgers. That was the first thing that pissed Aaron Rodgers off. You saw a Jeopardy contestant literally talk about that moment, and Aaron Rodgers was like, "Yeah, like oh, that was a weird decision. Like he, he, like he literally said it on Jeopardy for all we know." And I like Amari Rodgers. Like, I actually think, like, this case, this guy could really pan yeah. out well for them. Still an F. It's still an F because you've let Aaron Rodgers get to this point. And, Colin, I'd like to just shout you out. I thought it was impossible that he would leave. You've said it from day one that he was gone. I didn't I believe it. I literally said it the day after they lost. I know, and I didn't believe it. I thought, you know what, this is where he is to stay. But as Dan said, whoever the GM is um, – you know, he, this guy should be fine. I mean, listen, this, Aaron Rodgers is a guy that's got it fucking going on. He just won MVP. He's he just got married. Engaged. I mean, this guy might be the happiest guy on the planet for such a, a, a typically grumpy guy. Right. I mean, Aaron Rodgers cut out his entire family. Uh, he's went from relationship to relationship without stability. <laughs> <laughs> Only with one NFC championship to show for an otherwise remarkable career. I mean, this is a historically grumpy guy. Aaron Rodgers seems out of his mind happy at the moment. He wants out. He's going to get it. Yeah. Newman? Yeah. I mean, you guys hit it on the head. I gave him a C-. minus, But the Josh Myers pick is so puzzling to me. I like the Amari Rodgers pick. I was happy. I I mean, he's a good player. And they took him. But – I don't know. Josh Myers. I don't know. Eric Stokes. He's a decent corner. Doesn't have a lot of skill, though. So, all right. You throw him out there, he can run really fast. But, uh, I mean, I mean, all why right. Not, why not Rondell Moore right there? Right. Sure. Well, Amari Rodgers, I think, is good in the short game as well. So Still, but it's just like you got to make Rodgers happy, especially with all that shit that came out right before the draft. Yeah. One of my least favorite drafts, although we we haven't hit my least favorite draft yet. We'll get we'll get there. Guessing the Bills. No, no. Oh. All right. Um, I'm gonna give the Packers. I'll give them an. I'll give them a D minus. I'm not gonna go quite in the F range. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't make me as mad as the Saints did. They made Aaron Rodgers as mad as the Saints did. But I mean, um, yeah. So Eric Stokes, not a good pick. Not even a little bit, but it could be worse. Like, he is, like, a second-round prospect, at least still. 
it's still a reach and it's not not as they should have went receiver but i'm not gonna destroy them for it josh myers makes no sense with uh creed on the board but you never know maybe they evaluated him differently i don't know i don't i don't see it but and then Amari Rodgers was just trying them trying to make sure they still had a single A Rodgers on the team at the end of this process. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they went with him. Um, I do like Amari Rodgers. I think if you're going to wait till – is that the third round? Yeah, right? Yeah. If you're going to wait till the third round to get a receiver, he's the one to get. But <laughs> he's going to be the only A Rodgers on this team next year, I think. So. Wow. <clears throat> All right, now that we've shat on the Packers organization. <laughs> we'll go to Bills. The Raiders, man. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so the Bills, um, I love the Gregory Rousseau pick. Um, it's it's kind of fascinating to me. Um, last year, he took a guy in AJ Espineza, who's a very safe prospect, not a lot of upside. And you turn it around and go with a guy that has a lot of upside and is very raw. And I really like that. And then you also take Carlos Basham that I kind of compared to AJ Espinosa, not stylistically, but like he's a safe prospect, not a lot of high upside. So this pass rush really improved during the draft. But the reason I give it a B is you then go out and take a tackle. And I didn't really think tackle was the need. I don't really understand it. I know he's like an athletic freak at tackle, but I I don't know. I just, it kind of confused me, but I mean, the Russo and Basham picks were good. Yeah, I give the Bills a B plus. Uh, I know they went into this draft saying they were drafting for the future, and I think they were successful in doing that. Uh, I love Russo. He was a stud at Miami. Uh, I think that he has a lot of potential on a Bills team that really their one biggest hole to me was getting sacks and getting pressure on quarterbacks. I think Russo and Basham fit that need along with Epinenza. Or is that how you say it? Whatever. Um, it's, it's late. Um, I like Jerry Hughes and I like Ed Oliver as well. Um, it's a good front seven to me in Buffalo. I like Edmonds. Uh, and I guess, you know, it's, it's never a safe or never not a safe pick to take a tackle. You can never have too much offensive line depth. So B plus for me, mm-hmm. Bills. Yeah, I went B minus. I like Russo a lot. Like to, to you guys' point, like this guy's got raw talent. Like the Bills, like, over the years, like, I feel like they've done a good job with, like, defensive linemen. Like, I feel like these edge rushers, they always seem to, be, like, have good years. Like, for example, like, the most recent one is, like, Mario Jerry Addison. Mario Addison, well, he was in Carolina, I think, before him. But, like, Jerry Hughes has been, like, a consistent guy for them who puts up pressures and, and really gets the job done on the edge. Like, and he's been doing it for, like, years. Like, I think they – did they draft – no, they didn't draft Mario Williams, but – um no they but signed like, him. they signed yeah. him. but like i don't know this is a team like if i were to to say like an edge would fit well like buffalo is like a really good place for it um and again like i don't really know too much about like the other two players at all um you know tackle i don't know i feel like they've got their own line figured out but, like this is a really talented team and like you know there comes to a point where you have like such a talented roster there's like, not a lot of holes there's not a lot of holes exactly. could have taken a running back i know etna was rumored to be in it of interest to them obviously gone right i think it was like they signed matt brita and then that was like it for them like then they, they were just like all right like we'll roll with moss brita and singletary you know i think singletary's like kind of ass now <laughs> yeah good two years down, the down the stretch mm. yeah zach moss is good yeah, I, like uh, I gave the 
Yeah. Uh, I gave the Bills an A minus. I love the Russo pick. Uh, and then I love that they followed up with Basham, a guy I really liked. Uh, clearly investing in their D line. I mean, they saw the impact the Bucks D line had in that Super Bowl. Um, trying to replicate that. And I like the Spencer Brown pick. Obviously, their two tackles are already pretty established, but like Scully said, building for the future, it gets some time to develop. And I think he could be a pretty good prospect. So I, overall, I like what the Bills did. So they get an A minus. Um, yeah, I'm going to go B for the Bills. Um, I love the Russo pick, raw talent, but he's going to be really good and he fits everything about the Bills. So that's a good pick. Same with Basham. I love that pick. I like Basham a lot. Um, I think second round is a good spot for him, too. The only reason this is a B and not a B plus A minus is Spencer Brown. It's not that I don't like him. I just thought that was a little bit of a reach for him. So overall, good day for the Bills, though. Alrighty, under the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I mean, when you have a roster like them, it's pretty hard to figure out what they're actually going to do and like what their needs are. So taking Joe Tryon, I mean, it's not the edge I would have taken, but it's a guy that can develop and do well down the road. And then you take Kyle Trask again, another development type guy. Um, is he the next guy after Brady? I don't know at this rate, Brady's never retiring. So <laughs> what happens? Um, and then Robert Hainsey, it's an all right pick. Um, I mean, he's just kind of like another backup lineman. I mean, the, the roster's just stacked there. I can't knock him for anything, but like, there's no player that stands out to me. So that's why I give it a C plus. I mean, look, I give this an A simply because the Buccaneers honestly are the most complete roster in the NFL to me. They have no holes. There's really no glaring need. Um, look, they're drafting just like the bills were for the future. They don't need anybody to step in and play right now. The try on pick is fine. He's going to learn obviously behind Shaq Barrett, one of the best pass rushers in the league. Trask is going to learn from the best quarterback in history in Tom Brady uh, and Hainsey is going to learn from Wharfs. That's uh, a great offensive line with Marpet as well. The Buccaneers couldn't have possibly screwed this up, and that's why I give them an A. They're, they could have taken three nobodies, and it would have been an A to me because they have no needs, and they're just going to develop. Uh, they, they have the best guys in the league to learn from. I, I love them. Uh, it's, it's great to me. Yeah. Yeah, somehow in my mock draft, I actually had them taking try on. I have no idea how the fuck that happened. <laughs> uh, I'm just kind of surprised. Um, but no, I just echo everything Colin said. Like, when you're this good, like, you don't need much. So you can literally just, like, draft players with raw talent and, like, trying to develop them. And, like, Kyle Trask would be awesome, like, under Tom Brady. Um, and I get they have Blaine Gabbert there, too. So he's around veterans that have been in the league for a while and that can only be beneficial and you know this team Super Bowl win like I don't see how they could even be considered a loser based on <laughs> that they won the Super Bowl a year ago I mean I mean look at uh, Jimmy Garoppolo a couple of years under Tom Brady he was a third round pick uh, and he's in the Super Bowl uh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying Trask is the same that Garoppolo was. I'd say Trask is almost a better prospect coming out of college. Uh, had a better year last year than Garoppolo did his final year, if I remember correctly. Um, I think Trask has some upside here. I think Tampa 
you know, if if Mond was still on the board, if they felt, you know, Mond, Trask, I think Trask was their guy. Um, and it's honestly not a shocking pick. I, I think none of us are super surprised. Um, yeah, you guys all said it. I gave him a B, pretty average. They've got a bunch of upside guys. I mean, Tryon can rotate in occasionally. Hainsey's a good backup. Trask's a good backup. Like, I mean, they really they didn't have any needs. I think whatever they did was going to get a B from me. Pretty average. Nothing glaringly bad. Nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. Good pick for them. Picks. Yeah, I'll give them a C. Um, like you said, they, they couldn't possibly screw anything up. I think Tryon's a good pick for them because he's kind of that developmental kind of prospect who isn't ready to play yet, but that's not something they need at all. So that's good for them. Um, I don't think they should have went with Trask there. I probably would have went with Davis Mills, somebody who's a little more talented, I think. <laughs> Shake your head all you want, Dan. I know you don't like him. I, I think he's that's a garbage take, Frank. No, he is more talented than garbage Kyle Trask. Take. Kyle Trask has zero talent whatsoever. Kyle Trask is, if you took Jared Goff, took away his arm, made him slightly smarter, like there he is. So that's I, I'm very low on Kyle Trask. That was a terrible take. You're not my sidekick. No, nah, I was never your sidekick. I was supposed to be your partner, asshole. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. I would take Davis Mills over Kyle Trask. I don't care what Dan Hayes says. And then <clears throat> Robert Hainsey, I don't really love him. I mean, it's a whatever pick, I guess, for him. I, again, I would have wanted them to see them take more prototype type guys who need developing of raw talent than actual guys who just aren't really great players. But all right. Um, moving on, the teams that did not have first round picks, um, Seattle Seahawks, they actually only had three picks in this entire draft. Um, so I'm kind of surprised they didn't trade down to get more because this team does have a lot of glaring needs, especially on that offensive line. And instead of trading down, um, they take a wide receiver. Mind you, it's a good one, but I just why like. Why do you need a third wide receiver when Russell Wilson's literally running for his life? I don't. I don't yeah, get that's so true. So I give it a C minus. It could. It could be an F. It could. I, I don't know. I, I like the player. That's what saves the grade. Yeah, I gave this a D. I mean, to me, the Seahawks in the hardest division in football have so many needs, and obviously there has been some talk this offseason about Russell Wilson being unhappy. And yet they just don't address it. Only three draft picks, as Dan pointed out. Uh, I think only one of them was an offensive lineman, and it was in the sixth round. It's just, you know, what the fuck, Seattle? Like, what the fuck? That's what I'm thinking. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You got to make Russell Wilson happy. He doesn't need a fucking wide receiver. He needs some protection. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I'll give it a C. I mean, again, to echo your point, like, what the fuck, Seattle? Like, it's almost like they're welcoming this. Like, they, they want Russell Wilson to be, like, attacked. And it's like, why? Like, dude needs help. Like, and the defense is bad. Yeah, defense, defense is bad. I don't know. Seattle's weird. Uh, so, I'll go see for the reasons y'all said. Yeah, I also gave him a C. I was not thrilled with – 
really any of the teams other than the Chiefs, the teams that did not have first round picks, I wasn't thrilled with any of them. Uh, the, like Eskridge is fast, but you could have gone somewhere else there. You already have Lockett and Metcalf. To their credit, I know he's not on the graphic, but that Forsyth kid did put Ojalari on his ass in college. So we'll see how he pans out. Um, they could have gone Creed Humphrey. I don't know. I mean, Creed Humphrey would have been great for the Seahawks. Yeah. I don't like receiver was not at the top of their list of needs for sure. So I, I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah, I'll give them a D. Um, just receiver just wasn't a need. <laughs> like it's as simple as that. I'm starting to wonder if teams had some kind of issue with Creed Humphrey because it seems like a lot of teams were talking about passed yeah. over him. I want I, I want to know what what's going on with that because I mean I know teams are stupid, but not every team is stupid. And it seems like every team passed over Creed Humphrey. So I, I'm curious. Well, every team passed over Tom Brady and you see how that <laughs> fucking worked out. So teams are stupid. That's I, I, I think yeah, that's a little are... different though. I don't I don't think we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> I, I, listen, I agree, but like this is why it's so hard to grade the draft is like yeah. Anybody, we have no idea. We, we have, have no, no idea. idea. Like we're just going off of like what we've seen and like just like gut hunches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Anything could fucking happen. Yeah, Kyle Trask could be a Hall of Famer one day, and we'll look back on this moment and say, "Wow!" Don't don't, don't freaking threaten me like that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Well, but I don't see that happening with Kyle Trask in the Hall of Fame. But anyway, with the Rams, um, so they took Tutu Atwell. I was absolutely not expecting Tutu Atwell to go anywhere before the fifth round, mostly because a he came into this process being a speed guy, and then he ran a 4-4-40 at his pro day. Yeah, 4 four is fast. Not when you're 140 pounds or 145 pounds. 150. Round up. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't like the pick. Ernest Jones, it fills a need at linebacker, but is that the best linebacker you could have taken? Probably not. And so I'll give it a C. It's just kind of eh. I understand Tutu's role in the offense, but I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I'm going to give the Rams a B. Um, to me, drafted Van Jefferson last year. Drafting 2-2 in the second round is kind of saying fuck you to Van Jefferson, uh, who I actually like. I thought he was solid last year. Made some solid catches in big moments. Uh, but mostly this Rams team, aside from the Bucks, to me, one of the more complete rosters in the NFL. Uh, I love Matt Stafford there. The Rams are probably my division winner in – the NFC West. Um, I think they're a legit contender along with Tampa Bay in the NFC. Um, so I didn't think the Rams could really screw this up many ways. So I'm going to give them a B. Yeah, I'm going to go C. Just for me, like you got to get, in order to get a grade like higher than an 80, you got to get somebody in the first round or at least like early second. Like that's just kind of how I feel with these things. Like that's why I'm more likely to give out good grades to the, like those teams that are like actually getting like these like good talent, good talent. talent. Yeah, exactly. So it's a C. But to Colin's point, like, do the Rams have any like any glaring needs except maybe their own their own line? Like, I'd say not really. So um, it is what it is to see for the Rams, and and they'll win that division next year uh, for sure. Yeah. I gave the Rams a C minus. I mean, the, the Atwell pick, like I almost weigh as much as that dude. So that's <laughs> pretty insane to me. 
that that guy's going in the second round. Um, the rest of their picks, I wasn't impressed either. Or, I mean, I don't even know who fucking Ernst Jones is, to be honest. Um, but the Atwell pick was kind of weird to me. I like their receiving core as it is now. So I, I don't know. That was bad draft. You know what makes me hate the Saints, Packers, and Rams draft so much? They're the reason people like John Gruden have a job. <laughs> like, I, I just, it just, it hurts my soul. I give them like a F plus, a little bit higher than I give the Saints. Like, <laughs> Our wow. F plus on <laughs> Well, all right. You take a receiver who I weighed more than in middle school. <laughs> How much does he weigh? Second round. Whoa. In the second round, I was a chunker. Anyway, in the <laughs> second round of the NFL draft, he only ran a four-four-two. Like it's fast. It's not that fast. Like even on tape, I don't think he looks that fast. He, I know he looks a little fast, but I mean, man, in the second round, I don't know about that one. Even with McVeigh as your coach, I just don't see it. And then Ernest Jones is whatever. The two-two Atwell pick is the reason it's bad. I mean, Ernest Jones isn't a great pick, but like. Yeah, two two Atwell makes us an F plus. That's a that's not a that's not a good pick. Seems like early too, like just based on on seeing like the other players around. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, Eskridge went one pick before him. You're telling me they're on the same level? I wouldn't say so. Like, what pick did Terrence Marshall go? Fifty nine. Fifty nine. He had Terrence Marshall on the board. So, all right, now it's an F. It's not an F plus anymore. Offensive. <laughs> I'm offended by that. I didn't even think of that, actually. Jesus. Yeah, it just randomly dawned on me. I'm Seahawks like, F, too. Fuck that. <laughs> they took a 150-pound <laughs> yeah, receiver over Terrace Marshall, who is possibly a future number one receiver in this league. That's just blasphemy, yeah. as you yeah. would say. Absolutely yes. blasphemy. Absolutely. So, yeah. Blasphemy. Well, to, I guess, end the trend of terrible drafts, we have the Chiefs. Traded their first round pick for Orlando Brown to fill a need at tackle. Um, and then in the second round, they got Nick Bolton to fill a position at linebacker, which is fantastic. And then they somehow get Creed Humphrey. This offensive line went from zero to a hundred. Like it, I don't understand. Like Quick. this is an insane offensive line. Now you're probably going to have, unless you resign Eric Fisher, you're going to have Joe Tooney kick out the left tackle. And then you're going to have a competition between like four really competent players in Austin Bleth, um, Creed Humphrey, Kyle Long, and some other kid that I'm forgetting for the garden center positions. And then you're going to have Orlando Brown at right tackle, or you have him play left tackle. And you even have Mike Remmers. So like, th- th- this is crazy. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a bias in me. Uh, I will change this. I had a B plus. I'll give them an A minus. I, I just fucking hate the chiefs. Salesman. Uh, I hate the chiefs. Dan, that was a good pitch. Um, when you factor in that they use their first rounder on Orlando Brown, uh, who has made it clear that he wants to be a left tackle, uh, left tackle glaring need for that team. I mean, Brown and Tooney on the left side, fucking forget about it. Uh, that's fantastic. You know, the Chiefs are tough to beat, but uh, as Evan said, I'm on the Browns train. I think Chiefs-Browns yeah. um, have really improved their holes, and I think the Bills have kind of – not that they've fallen off, but they just haven't improved as much, in my opinion. I'm going to go Chiefs-Browns uh, in terms of AFC. 
but uh, I'll give the Chiefs an A minus for their draft. Yeah, I'll I'll give them an A. Um, I'm just biased. It, it's no, an A. It, it is it an is. A. Yeah, it is an A. Um, like you said, like if you think about Orlando Brown at pick 31, like great, great stupid. job by the Chiefs. Um, you signed Joe Tooney. I get that's not the draft, but to Dan's point, it's just a remarkable turnaround from a team that looked just dreadful in the Super Bowl to really address that need. And like, this is what like we want like our teams to do is like you see a need and you literally go out and fix it right away to where it's like, wow, like that's awesome. Like <laughs> just to see what the Chiefs have done, you can't help but be like, damn, like I wish like that were my team almost because like now they are loaded and you know what good luck to the rest of uh the afc teams for the next like 10 years because the chiefs are just gonna the chiefs are gonna win like two super bowls in that in that realm connor's chargers are gonna just that sucks man because herbert is damn good but he's he just is. gonna be sent to the gulag wasted by patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he's gonna have to play in the wild card every yeah. single year yeah um, it's just, yeah that's how it goes <laughs> how it goes yeah I, I gave the Chiefs an A they they killed it uh their offensive line is just suddenly like one of the best in the league now like how the fuck did that happen um Nick Bolton fills the position of need for them linebacker was huge Creed Humphreys somehow got them and then they got Trey Smith in the sixth like I thought that guy was gonna go in like the third round like what the fuck um I mean he yeah has blood so I don't know the, yeah, I guess so. I guess teams were skeptical of that, but still, to get him, if he pans out in the sixth, was pretty crazy to me. Um, the Chiefs killed it this offseason. Everything they did was uh, fantastic. Fuck the Chiefs, man. I hate this shit. <laughs> yeah, Chiefs got an A for me, too. They got Nick Bolton at a place where he probably shouldn't have been, and then they got Creed Humphrey at a place he definitely shouldn't have been. So, go Chiefs. I'm just saying they're rolling. I'm, I'm not saying I like them. I'm just saying it's the, <laughs> you can't stop. It's like a freight train. You can't stop that thing. Disgusting for you to say. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I, the Patriots could beat them this year. They have a really good team. I just, the Chiefs are good, though. The Chiefs are insane. Hats are good. You never know. You can't throw the ball more than 30 yards. Exactly. Cam Newton can't throw the ball more than 15. No one said yeah. I'd say maybe if they had Mac Jones, I would give them more of a chance. Than All right, why don't we just wait and see on this one? I don't, I don't want to talk about this anymore. The Chiefs good, though. Chiefs are good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to finish it off, we got the Texans. And I think this is interesting because, like, there's so much uncertainty with the whole Watson situation. Like, is he going to jail or is he not? Is he going to get <laughs> traded or is he not? Like, there's so much happening and it's hard to grade this Davis Mills pick because if he does end up coming back, it's a wasted pick, I think. And if he does end up going to jail or gets traded, I think it's probably a decent pick. I'm not a Davis Mills guy. It was the third quarterback taken. So I understand why, uh, but then Nico Collins, I'm not the biggest Nico Collins guy, but I mean, you're just trying to build a base there in Houston. So it's an interesting situation. Yeah, I gave the Texans a B minus. Um, to, in my opinion, if Watson isn't going to jail, he's going to be traded. Um, <laughs> so I think that Davis Mills fills an eventual need. He's an eighth quarterback off the board. 
At 67, I don't hate it. I mean, obviously, this is a deep quarterback draft. Uh, the top five were widely considered to be, you know, top 15 picks, and they were. Um, so I think, you know, even though he's the eighth quarterback off the board, he's not necessarily a bad quarterback. At 67, he gives them an option for the future that they might not necessarily have. Even if Watson, this all turns out to be um, not real or, or, or whatever, consensual, uh, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't want to talk about it. Never that idea of the word consensual on this podcast. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, so whatever happens, it's if, Watson, if Watson comes back, I think he gets traded. And if he doesn't come back, then they need a quarterback. So Davis Mills fills a need and obviously lost Will Fuller. Uh, so Nico Collins is whatever. It, it's a B minus. Houston is just so scarce of any respectable talent or anything really <laughs> pretty much at every position uh, so there was no way they could get higher than b minus for me yeah um again it's it's like a d for me <laughs> <laughs> and but i guess part of that is because they should have had this the like sixth overall pick yeah and they completely true. fucked themselves by Thinking what was just a terrible trade. What like, a fleecing by Brian What Morris a fleecing the by the Dolphins. Like, I've never seen a team, like, poor – as poorly run as the Texans. And, like, these draft picks will mean nothing. They will do nothing. This will be an irrelevant draft. We won't hear of these guys again. Um, and I, I feel pretty comfortable coming on and saying this right now. The Houston Texans this year Might not in 2021 are going 0 and 16. 17. 17. They are going 0 and 17. They aren't beating anybody. Especially with all the uncertainty about the Sean Watson. Sean Watson might not even play. Give me 0 and 16 for the Texans. Or 17. Sorry. <laughs> Stupid fuck. They're a yeah. joke. They're uh, a joke. God. And they hired They hired a guy who doesn't even know like what planet he's on. He looks so out of touch with reality. He could be my grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Romeo Cornell to that. <laughs> would, would they stay in the fucking community center? <laughs> I think they just picked whoever won a game of bingo. The 55 and over. Yeah. It's a bingo lottery for the Houston, <laughs> Texas coaching job. <laughs> oh, shit. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Texans get an F from me. They are the worst draft uh, this year, <laughs> in my opinion. So you have this uncertainty with Deshaun Watson, right? No, that's no big deal. You're 4-12. You'll get a good quarterback. You're picking high. Well, guess what? You fucking traded that one away. You traded your second away as well. So you settle for Davis Mills. That's great. He can throw to Hopkins and Fuller. Nope, you got rid of them too. So you get fucking Nico Collins. Like, Nico. and then you don't hire Benemy. What the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> mind blowing the shit that's going on in Houston right now. They're a fucking disgrace. Poor JJ Watt. I'm glad he got the fuck out of there. It is an absolute dog and pony show. They will be the new Browns. The their Browns have replaced them. Like what the fuck? The McNair. I don't know. Disgrace. Disgrace <laughs> yeah. in the National Football League. Worst draft of the year. Oh my god. I'm so worst offseason. Yeah, All right. sure. So 
if we're talking, all right. So yeah, including the trade back for the Texans, they have the worst draft. If you're just basing it off the picks they ended up with, I'd give them a C plus. Um, Disgraceful. I don't hate Davis Mills. I don't like Davis Mills, but I think he's a project. He's got arm talent. You know, give the man a shot. I don't know. You're the fucking Texans. How bad can it get? What is he going to do? Lose us 17 games? Guess what? So it's like a fucking else. arts and crafts, a little three-year-old put together. God. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure most people could go on that team and win as many games as Davis Mills is going to win. So I'd say it's worth a shot. And then Nico Collins, I mean, whatever. He's not a bad receiver. He's not a good receiver. He's a third-round pick. That's exactly what he is. That's what he was. I don't care. Fine. They did the right things with that. But – that organization is a dumpster fire in New Jersey covered in sweaty hobo sweat. I don't even know. I, I, it's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's under an overpass pigeons poop on it. Like it's, it's the worst. It is the worst. Uh, so. Wait, they're, they're that, they are that person in school that smells so bad. You don't dare to go anywhere near them. <laughs> Oh god. No, you don't even have to smell them. You can just tell. You just look. <laughs> you just uh, take the step in the school and you know they're all the way across. Like I like I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about them anymore. Like this is an NFL organization. People are getting paid millions of dollars to do what they're doing right now. Why not me? <laughs> I, mean, I am a fan of Nick Casarero. That. Yeah, Nick Casario is not sure. bad, but he also is probably the reason that the Patriots never drafted anyone good because the second he's gone, all of a sudden we had a good draft in the Texans. Didn't, just saying. Interesting point, <laughs> Frankie. Uh, that about wraps up our NFL draft coverage. Uh, and you would, know, would like to, nah, 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 nah. Okay, what do you want to say? I just like to say, like, before the season starts, like, we should all like make like our own like brackets and stuff like that, like. Each giving like our projected Super Bowl champion and playoff matchups. Yeah, it'll be a fun pod. I agree. And like maybe even like top like five fantasy players at each position, like just stuff like that. That we cool. should honestly uh, do it before we all go back to school. Do it in person. That'd be fun. That would be cool. Yeah, true. Be definitely. That'd be a lot of fun towards the end of the summer. Yeah, be a lot definitely. of fun. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Uh, what I was gonna say was just thank you, Dan and Frankie. Absolutely. Literally, uh, your whole Wednesday night started at 8.45. It's now 11.50. An absolute marathon. Uh, The boys have hopped on the pod for about five and a half hours in the last two weeks with the draft podcast last week. Uh, I'm drained. I'm drained, too. This was an extremely long pod. A lot of fun. A lot of good laughs for a draft reaction pod. (laughs) If you stuck with us through all three hours, you're a fucking beauty. Can't believe that. Just what a fucking animal you are. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Uh, if nobody has anything else to add, let's end this fucker. You guys good? Yeah, thanks for having us on, guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Sam Howell, baby. We'll see you boys this summer for an NFL prediction. Spencer Rattler. Let's go.